Hello, Georgia HFMA listeners. Welcome to episode two of our season two podcast series. I am especially excited about today's episode because I am currently in Savannah, Georgia for Georgia HFMA's annual Fall Institute, and we have an incredible lineup of amazing top-notch educational content that will be presented over the next three days. Speaking of educational content, Derek and John are going to be discussing Georgia HFMA's CPAR program and how the certification created decades ago was at the forefront of education across the country and how it has continued to be relevant decades later. You're in for a treat, folks. Enjoy. Well, good afternoon, John. Um, I'm going to give a little bio on myself. My name is Derek Dudley. I'm the AVP of Revenue Cycle Operations with Wellstar here in Atlanta. Um, I've got about 20 years of financial and healthcare leadership. Uh, I've been involved with HFMA for about five years, really actively the last year. John, how about yourself? Maybe a little bit about where you are and a little bit of your bio? Sure. I am John Lloyd. I am VP of Healthcare Solutions for Wakefield and Associates. Uh, I have been involved in healthcare revenue cycle now for about 25 years. I have my CHFP CRCR certifications from HFMA, and I have actively been involved with Georgia HFMA now for a little eight plus years in addition to being a board member for two of those years on the certification committee. And I I failed to mention, but I'm also now a board member in certifications on the Georgia HFMA board. So we have that in common, John. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time to to walk myself and the the listeners through the Certified Patient Account Representative Program. Um, How long has the CPAR program been around? So the CPAR, uh, the Certified Patient Account Representative Program, or CPAR, uh, was started by David Blankenship back in 1982 in collaboration with the Georgia Healthcare Financial Management Association. So it's been around for about a total of 40 years now. Wow, 82. That's a, that's a long time. So much has changed since 82, um, you know, in the world in general, but in healthcare for sure. Uh, how, do, how does Georgia HFMA ensure that it's still current and relevant? So to me, the CPAR exam has always been what I call a living document. It's changing every year. So each year, the CPAR CPAR committee updates the study manual to reflect the current year's changes affecting the revenue cycle. Between January and May, the manual is updated by the CPAR committee. So we spend that first part of the year actually updating that manual. And what's so great about it is we include Medicare and Medicaid information, such as the Medicare deductible amounts for that year, the Georgia Medicaid eligibility guidelines. So when you get the manual, when you're ready to take your exam for that particular year, you have a great reference tool in reference to uh, a manual to study by. Awesome. And so, and it's updated every year. So it's all the, the relevant and pertinent information. I love that. Absolutely. So you said exam, um, how many questions are on the test? So the exam consists of 150 questions on the CPAR exam. The CPAR passing score is 105 out of 150. And you have right around 120 minutes to complete the actual exam. So you got to get a 70% or better. Quick Absolutely. Math. Yes. Um, and then 
how can I study for that? You know, it's, it's a 150 question test. That's a little daunting. How do I study for that? So there's a practice test with the manual, but I would definitely recommend a study group. I know last year, three of my team, team members took the exam and we had a weekly call to go over the four sections in the manual in addition to creating our own questions. And, you know, this is a great time to bond with your peers, you know, to work with uh, your employer, you know, let them know you're definitely engaged, but more importantly, study and make sure you're passing the exam. So, so who's the, the audience for this? Who, who's the target audience to take this course? So great question. And I have played with that question probably for about five years now. And historically, I think it started out as a launching, if you will, into revenue cycle. But, you know, this exam is great for somebody who's just starting, somebody who's just starting in registration, uh, getting their career started in the revenue cycle piece. But, you know, if you're kind of mid-career and kind of want a refresher, that's an exam that you can take at any time and, you know, get your CPAR. Me personally, I've had my CPAR now for about 20 years, but it's one of those things that once I took it, I kind of got you know, hooked on, you know, knowledge and learning and just actually growing myself both professionally and personally when it comes to future career growth. I totally could not agree more. Um, so can, can you tell me some of the areas that are covered in the course? Uh, you know, it, again, 150 questions, there's got to be a, a pretty broad ranging uh, spectrum of revenue cycle knowledge and questions there. Absolutely. And to me, it's like I said, this manual is a great training tool and, you know, it's used throughout Georgia and even HFMA nationally or the association is actually taking some of the parts out of the CPAR exam to uh, utilize in their national exam. But if you kind of break down the manual, if you will, it's broken up into four sections, one being practice management two patient access. Um, three patient financial services and then of course four goes into corporate compliance but what's so great about the manual it goes through you know patient access uh, services which includes scheduling insurance verification uh, a great topic payers impact on the revenue cycle let's not forget about medicaid let's also talk about the 501r impact patient access and again uh, managing denials refunds and credit balances coordination of the benefits as it relates to the birthday rule. The big one that we always end up discussing extensively throughout the year, Medicare secondary payer, you know, what is bad debt and charity, and just kind of going through all those guidelines that you actually have that reference here, but more importantly, you're studying for that and, and you're going to know what, you know, what the manual consists of, especially when it comes to uh, having the information for your position or your job. Outstanding. And you're right. Boy, that really does cover, uh, you know, kind of the complex, the complete uh, revenue cycle process from from practice management through access through PFS and corporate compliance. I mean, that, that kind of touches on everything. So I'm sure that's a, a great resource for folks out there. Um, so is this something I have to take every year? Is it something that needs to be renewed? How often and, and at what cost? So what's so great about the CPAR exam is the fact that once you take it, you have your certification. There is no uh, renewal, there is no additional testing, and we'll go into it a little bit more, but you know, you can go to the next step, which is the advanced CPAR. 
But once you have your certification, you have it. And you know what's so great about having that certification? There are a lot of employers in the state of Georgia that actually require that certification for you the next step up the ladder in the corporate environment or in the hospital environment. Yeah, it really sends a message that you're committed to, you know, professional personal development. So, uh, you know, I like that a lot, actually. Um, what's the cost for CPAR, John? Uh, the CPAR exam runs you $150. Uh, and this includes the one exam attempt. Keep in mind when you purchase the manual, able to view it online as well as download it. If you only want the manual, then you simply choose not to complete the exam. So what's so great, again, getting back to the manual, having that manual is worth, in my mind, $150 within itself. But in addition to it, you can start studying for the exam. So you mentioned there's uh, additional courses that I could take after I achieve my C part. Can you go into that a little bit? Absolutely. So once you've had your CPAR, there's what's called the Advanced CPAR or the ACPAR. And this was established in 2016. And with the Advanced CPAR, you must successfully pass three out of the five specialty exams. And the specialty exams consist of patient access, patient financial services, revenue integrity, compliance, and physician practice. So this just takes the CPAR manual, moving you to the advanced CPAR and gives a much deeper dive out of that manual. Perfect. And with that certification, you are recognized as an expert in even even a further level expert in those you know three of five specialties. Yes. And there again, so, you know, some people may not have an interest in the physician practice, but definitely interested in compliance. So you kind of have that pick and choose. But at the same time, you know, as long as you pass three of those exams, you're good to go. Awesome. Yeah. And again, that, that signifies, you know, again, your, your commitment to personal development. So, John, as you hit on, you know, continued education is, is key to keeping, is key to staying relevant in the healthcare workforce. It sounds like CPAR is a great program. Is there anything else you'd like to add today? No, but, you know, this is the thing for me with CPAR. To me, it's just kind of a launching pad, if you will, for your career development and advancement. You know, once you've taken your CPAR, my recommendation was be obtain your advanced CPAR and then look at, it, at the opportunities with Georgia HFMA at a national level for testing, such as the Certified Revenue Cycle Representative, the CRCR and the Certified Healthcare Financial Professional, CHFP. So really, once you start that CPAR, it's just kind of a launching pad for your career with certifications. And I feel like the more certification and education you have, the more, the more you're gonna be into your career and on that career path, you know, for advancement. The, the more knowledge, you know, the more value you bring to an organization, as well as, you know, being recognized as, as kind of a subject matter expert in the market. I think that's fantastic. Um, you know, lifelong learners, uh, we should all be that, right? Anyways, uh, John, thank you again for your time and, and your commitment for, you know, the last eight years to the HFMA and, and really to, to healthcare in general. You know, I appreciate your time and, and thanks for taking the time to walk us through the CPAR program. Absolutely, and thank you.